With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another episode of the Giant Take Podcast. I am Josh, and it is just me today for the episode. I'm excited to get into it. We got a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about. It's been about a week, uh, if not a week exactly, since the last episode of the Giant Take Podcast, and I'm excited to get into everything regarding the New York Giants, regarding the Super Bowl, I think it was Super Bowl 56, Bengals, Rams, it was a really good one. Uh, You know, a really fun game to watch. So, without further ado, let's get into that first. Super Bowl, Bengals, Rams, who came out on top? Well, we know by now the Los Angeles Rams won that game, and it came down to one final play, a fourth down, and and I've been actually seeing people talking about it. Joe Burrows got about to get sacked by Aaron Donald, and he throws it out, and I think it was, was it Samaj J. P. Ryan? It was, it was a receiver or a running back. I think it was a running back. Uh, you know, reaches out his hands, but doesn't dive for the ball. And that ball looked catchable. It looked like he was, a, you know, he would be able to grab it if he tried. So people have been saying, this is the Super Bowl, the final play of the Super Bowl. Why aren't you diving for that? Why? Like, what, what's the point of not diving for that? That's something interesting. I, I think that uh, the Bengals had this game in hand, as we know, coming coming uh, into the third quarter, scoring 10 points right off the bat, while the Rams only scored three in that quarter. And then the Rams, as we know, Matthew Stafford, he has, you know, now can officially say with his whole time, his whole career with the Detroit Lions, he comes into LA, wins the Super Bowl first season as the quarterback of the Los Angeles Rams. Now, obviously, he had a big core behind him, a very good defensive team, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of receivers on tap there. He had a lot of guys that helped him on the way there, an O-line that protected him. But he can now say, I'm a very good quarterback. Everyone knew this. I was just stuck in a really bad situation with the Detroit Lions my entire career. I come here to LA. I ball out. I win a Super Bowl. He did have two interceptions in the game, although almost threw for 300 yards and had three touchdowns. Cooper Cup, the Super Bowl MVP, eight catches for 92 yards and two touchdowns. I just think that the uh, Rams defense, they came up big when they needed to. Who knows? What would have been different if Joe Burrow didn't get injured? Who knows what would have happened if Odell Beckham didn't? I believe he teared his ACL uh, in the same leg um, that he did earlier in his career. But who would have known how this game would have been different if Odell 
uh, wasn't injured. Could the Rams have won by more? Could Joe Burrow and the Bengals have come on top? Who we, we don't know how big that injury was with Joe Burrow. But there is a winner. There's a winner in Los Angeles. And that winner, again winning at home, just like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, is the Los Angeles Rams. But a really good game to watch. I saw it was, you know, today came out on Tuesday when I'm recording this Tuesday night. It was the highest watched thing in the U.S. on TV in five years. Halftime show was super good. Uh, I rewatched it the other day. Uh, the other day. Last night. Uh, you know, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, 50 Cent. Who else? Am I missing anyone? Anderson Pack was playing the drums. I don't know if anyone caught that. Uh, he, you know, he's a really good artist. Just made an album with Bruno Mars. But anyway, enough with the music talk. Very good halftime show there. Uh, very good game to watch. T. Higgins balling out with a four catch for 100 yards and two touchdowns. Amar Chase also getting a good amount of uh, yards, five catches, 89 yards. Just a great Super Bowl overall. I was very excited, and it was very uh, fun to watch. Now moving on to the New York Giants. What have they done? Well, you know, what are they doing right now? How, how are they doing? Well, the New York Giants, they made a ton of moves. They've basically completed their um, their coaching staff. So I'll get to the list in a minute. I'll get to all the candidates that they hired since our last episode a week ago and talk about a new signing that they made. And I want to start with that. I think I'm going to move mostly in chronological order. Um, and, and I'm starting with the Giants signed wide receiver Austin Prohl, I believe it's pronounced, to a future reserve contract. And guess what? He was with the Bills in 2021 this last season. Joe Shane, Brian Dable over there, the GM and head coach of the New York Giants. This is, I believe, the fourth guy the Giants have signed to a reserve future contract that was with the Bills sometime in the past, if not this past season. So, you know there's the connection there. We bring in a speedy wide receiver, and I'm excited to bring him in. Future reserve contracts, we don't really know how long they stay with the team, if they stay with the team, but I wish uh, I wish Austin good luck in the future. I hope he does well. I hope he stays with this team throughout training camp and makes it to the 50-man, 53-man roster next season. But now, first day uh, or second day of the, of the 2022 season, you know, in quotes, and uh, the New York Giants are already out there making moves. Joe Shane already doing what he does best, and that's uh, making changes to this team. So far, what he's done, nothing bad. The coaches that they brought in were pretty good. Uh, and again, I'll go through that in a little bit. Prohl was originally drafted out of North Carolina by the Buffalo Bills. He was the second to last, 255th overall pick in 2018. He's bounced around in teams. I think he went into another football league as well that was not the NFL in 2019. But he's back and he's with the Giants now. Or not back, but he's back in the NFL. And now he's with the New York Giants. So I'm excited for that. You know, it's also in a week. I don't know if anyone doesn't know, but I believe March 16th is the beginning of free agency in this NFL season. What moves can the Giants make? Will it be, you know, will it be the end of a few different players on this offensive line? Will we see a revamp offensive line next season with these uh, many draft picks? This many draft picks this Giants team has. You know, what about Jabril Peppers? What's his future with this team? He was injured all season. Where he's, Where is he going to go, right? Where is Sterling Shepard going to go? Sterling Shepard has been with the team since Odell Beckham was on the team. Odell Beckham just went over 
won a Super Bowl with the Rams. Well, what's Sterling Shepard doing? He's getting injured every single season, an injury-prone wide receiver on a bad team. Where does he want to go next to win a Super Bowl? Does he want to retire? Is he going to retire if the Giants cut him and other teams don't sign him? Where is the man going to go? And that's going to be answered very soon. You also have, is someone like Kyle Rudolph going to get cut? Where is Caden Smith going to go? Where is Saquon Barkley going to go? His contract's not up, but, you know, he he might be going somewhere else. Who knows? But keep that in mind. We're going to be talking about free agency in the next month or so as it soon, you know, as it approaches in the future. You also have the New York Giants getting ranked on the Pro Football Focus PFF's top 101 players of the 2021 season. Only one player on that list. How pathetic is that? Not surprising. Not surprising at all. But stupid. Pathetic. Shows how bad this football team is. That was Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas, the tackle for the New York Giants, ranked 80 on the 101 players list. Many tackles above him. But the only New York Giant to make it on the list, I would say rightfully so. The guy has been good, or was good this whole season. He deserves to be on the list. And I think that's that. Let's go to a few guys. I don't have this in order, uh, but I do have the guys the Giants brought in this, uh, you know, in the past week or so to fill the head coaching vacancy or the head coach, the coaching vacancies on this team. And then I have the list in full, which I'll read at the end. That should be in order. First, we have the New York Giants hire outside linebackers coach Drew Wilkins. Wilkins spent the previous 12 seasons with the Baltimore Ravens. The last 10 specifically working with Don Martindale, who is now the Giants defensive coordinator. So he brings him from Baltimore. The last two as their offense or outside linebackers coach, excuse me. And that's what he comes in, keeps the same role with the New York Giants. Wilkins was a defensive assistant from 2014 to 2016. He was then promoted to the assistant defensive line coach in 2017. He spent the next two years assisting both the line and the outside linebackers before being named the outside linebackers coach in 2020. So that's your first guy the outside linebackers coach for the New York Giants, Drew Wilkins. Following Drew Wilkins, the next guy on my list here is the Giants are hiring their new, or have already hired, their new assistant offensive line coach, Tony Sperano Jr. Giants assistant O-line coach Tony Sperano uh, Jr. resume is, he was the Panthers assistant O-line coach this past season in 2021. And then I guess we're going backwards here. He was the Jaguars assistant offensive line coach in 2017 through 2020. He was with the Buffalo Bills as their tight ends coach in 2015 to 2016. He was a Jets intern and assistant uh, from 2012 to 2014. And then a Dolphins quality control coach in 2011. He was actually with Hartford as their assistant D-line coach in 2010. So made his way up to the NFL in his second coaching season. And he is now the Giants offensive line coach, uh, assistant offensive line coach. That is, again, Tony Sperano. The Giants hired Christian Jones as their offensive assistant. Jones spent his previous three seasons with the Minnesota Vikings. With the Vikings, he was the offensive quality control coach for two years before being named the assistant wide receivers coach in 2021. 
So it'll be interesting what role he will have with uh, the Giants wide receivers on this team. Again, you know, I mentioned Sterling Shepard earlier. Will he be with the team? Will Will Jones be helping with Shepard? Darius Slayton, Kenny Galladay, the rookie, are now going to be second-year player. Kadarius Tony, what role will he have uh, with those guys? Jones began his coaching career in 2017. He was the offensive intern at his alma mater, Northwestern. And that following season, he was the offensive graduate assistant at the University of Texas before going. Uh, I believe to the Vikings, yes, where he got a start in the NFL, uh, coaching there um, as their offensive quality control coach. Speaking of another Vikings, uh, you know, coach that the Giants hired, former Vikings assistant head coach and co-defensive coordinator Andre Patterson got hired by the New York Giants as their D-line coach. Uh, his resume, I'm going to go backwards to forwards here. He's had many years coaching. Starting in the 90s, late 90s, he was the Patriots D-line coach in 97. He was the D-line coach for all these teams, so I'm just going to go through it real quick. The D-line coach for the Vikings, 98 to 99. Cowboys from 2000 to 2002. Bron- uh, Browns, excuse me, from 2003 to 2004. Then the Broncos D-line coach from 2005 to 2006. He then went to UNLV as their D-line coach and assistant head coach uh, from 2008 to 2009. UTEP's. D, uh, defensive coordinator, defensive line coach from 2010 to 2012. FIU's defensive line coach and assistant head coach in 2013. He was then spent a bunch of time with the Vikings as their defensive line coach from 2014 to 2021. And then in 2020 and 2021, he was the co-defensive coordinator and he was also the assistant head coach. So obviously after being there for a good amount of time, the guy's got to get a little bit of an upgrade. So being there from 2014 to 2019, these past two seasons, he got a little bit of an upgrade helping you know, with the defensive coordinator and also being the assistant head coach. And that's his resume. So another Vikings guy the Giants brought in. Again, Andre Patterson is going to be the defensive line coach for the New York Giants. Just moving down the list here, we have Vanderbilt's linebackers coach, John, I really hope I'm pronouncing this right. I'm sorry if I'm not. Uh, I'm not very good with names, but the Vanderbilt linebackers coach, John Igoruguo, uh, is joining their Giants coaching staff as the LB coach, linebackers coach. Uh, so I'm going to say, yeah, I think, I think I got it right. I don't know for sure, though. Igoruguo uh, was with the Bills and Brian Dable for four seasons from 2017 to 2020 as their defensive quality control coach. He was also the assistant linebackers coach and with the Baltimore Ravens, Don Wink Martindale for two seasons uh, in 2015 to 2016. This guy I saw getting written about to be the linebackers coach or even a DC candidate for a while, for a while. And then once Don Wink Martindale became the defensive coordinator of the New York Giants, I just assumed that they were going to bring him in like somewhere. And obviously he's going to be uh, the linebackers coach. So, you know, he knows Martindale. He knows Dable, right? He's friendly with both of them. He was with the Bills, so maybe he somewhat knows Shane. But you would assume that they're going to make these connections. And Alex and I, my co-host Alex, you know, have uh, talked about it's really good to have this connection with Joe Judge, Dave Gettleman. Didn't seem like they had a big connection. It didn't seem like Joe Judge and Jason Garrett, our former offensive coordinator, former Cowboys head coach, had a big connection. They weren't brought in. It seemed like 
Garrett was, or uh, Judge was forced to have Garrett as his offensive coordinator. It looks like there's a connection between these coaches. It looks like they know each other. It looks like they're friends. That's something that's different. That's something that's really good uh, that the New York Giants have. Connection between the guys. So back to uh, Igor Igoruguo. Um, we have him. Yes, he was the Baltimore Ravens with Don Martindale for two years, 2015-2016. As a staff assistant, he was working primor- primarily with the linebackers. Then we go to the wide receivers coach. As uh, Alex and I, I think, have already talked about, I think the former wide receivers coach was Tyke Tolbert. He left the New York Giants um, for the same role elsewhere. I think it was with the Bears. So the Giants bring in Mike Groh, uh, I think is how he pronounce it. I don't know for sure, as their wide receivers coach. His resume starts out in the early 2000s with the Vikings as their wide receivers coach from 2001 to 2003. Or the Vikings, I think I said the Vikings. Virginia. Virginia. He was with Virginia for a while. He started out as their wide receivers coach from 2001 to 2003, like I said already. Then he was their QB coach uh, from 2003 to 2005 and was their offensive coordinator from 2006 to 2008. Went to Alabama and then, uh, you know, in 2009, he was then, I don't know what GA, maybe assistant, general assistant or uh, something like that. I can look it up. I don't know for sure. Louisville, he was their QB coach in 2010. He was the Alabama wide receivers coach um, from 2011 to 2012. The Bears wide receivers coach from 2013 to 2015. The Rams wide receivers coach and passing game coordinator uh, in 2016. The Eagles wide receivers coach in 2017. Then the Eagles offensive coordinator uh, from 2018 to 2019 was the Colts wide receivers coach last season. Uh, and the year before that, so 2020 to 2021, Giants are hiring Mike Grow again. Hopefully, I'm saying that right as their wide receivers coach. Again, moving down the list, the Giants have a running backs coach. DeAndre Smith is hired. Another guy with a big resume. He's a veteran running backs coach with over 23 years of experience at the college level. Uh, finishing his third season, he was he finished his third season uh, with the Texas Tech staff as their running backs coach. So from 1999 to 2000, he was the Indiana State Offensive Coordinator. He worked with quarterbacks there. Um, Then from 2001 to 2004, he was the Northern Illinois Assistant Coach. From 2005 to 2007, he was Miami of Ohio uh, Assistant Head Coach. 2008, New Mexico Assistant Coach. 2009, UNLV Assistant Coach. This is all with running backs. Illinois Assistant Coach from 2010 to 2011. 2012 New Mexico assistant coach or new yeah New Mexico assistant coach with the running backs in 2012 2013 to 2015 he was the Syracuse assistant coach running backs coach there 2016 the running backs coach at Purdue 2017 North Carolina's running back coach 2018 Utah State's running back coach 2019 to you know what he was uh, up until a few days ago Texas Tech's running backs coach So he's had a lot of time coaching in college. He finally gets his way to the NFL. So congratulations to DeAndre Smith. He has been hired by the New York Giants as their running backs coach. So now let's read the list from top to bottom. Hopefully I get these names somewhat somewhat right. I'll say that. Uh, Let's go starting at, here's the coaching staff. Laura Young. First of all, was hired as the director of coaching operations for these coaches. The O-line coach, Bobby Johnson. 
the QBs coach Shay Tierney, running backs coach DeAndre Smith, wide receivers coach Mike Grow, tight ends coach Andy Bischoff, uh, O line coach Tony uh, Soprano, right? Soprano, Soprano, Junior. Just gonna move on from that. Defensive line coach Andre Patterson, uh, and obviously. You know, a, a little bit ago, before they hired new coaches, the Giants made it official that they were bringing in the offensive coordinator, Mike Kafka, the defensive coordinator, John Lake Martindale, special teams coordinator, Thomas McGahey was coming back. Um, and yeah, so there was that. And then some more coaching additions. Drew Wilkins, the outside linebackers coach. He was known as Don Martindale's right-hand man in Baltimore. He probably would have been the defensive coordinator uh, if Martindale didn't get the job, um, had gotten the uh, head coaching job. Yeah, so then, it's a, uh, did I read that right? Probably would have been the defensive coordinator if Don Martindale had gotten an, a head coaching job. So there you go. They also added uh, John Igor... I- why can't I get these right? Igor Uguo, the inside linebackers coach. Uh, Christian Jones is the offensive assistant. And then the returning assistants, defensive backs coach Jerome Henderson, the assistant DBs coach Mike Trayer, Trier, Trayer, assistant special teams coach Anthony Blevins, and special teams uh, QC coach Nick Williams. And I think I got everyone. I think that's everyone. I think I got all of the uh, of the new coaches that are joining the New York Giants. And so with that. Again, a very great Super Bowl that we watched on Sunday. Uh, I, I hope everyone enjoyed it. Again, that's the end of the football season. I know we're not going to see like actual football until September. It's it's really unfortunate. But again, the Giant Take Podcast is here for you. We're all over the place. We're on YouTube. We're creating content there. We're trying a video a week uh, regarding more than a video a week normally, but uh, we're at least a video a week. Uh, and, and especially we're trying to do a new position of guys in the the top guys in each um, you know position of the 2022 NFL draft. So far, we've done the top quarterbacks and running backs. So the both videos are on the YouTube channel. So go check those out. The next one we'll do is offensive linemen, and obviously that's a big need for the New York Giants. So go check that out. That'll be coming out soon. Again, hopefully my co-host Alex will be joining me next episode. But A lot of stuff to talk about. Free agency is starting in a month or less. So we're going to talk about what players should go, what players should stay. It's it's really exciting stuff. Uh, I know we're missing football, but the content will be here nonstop again. It's hard doing these solo episodes, uh, but I hope you all enjoyed. If you did, you can hit that subscribe button uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Drop those five stars in Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Give us a positive review, please. Um, you know, you can let me know if I didn't do so good on these solo episodes again, trying my best here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, let, let us know how we're doing. Give us a positive review. You can go to shipitstudios.com slash giant take to check out all the places where you can listen to the podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at talk at, uh, the giant take pod Twitter and TikTok, and then Instagram and Facebook. Almost forgot about that. The giant take podcast uploading, uh, content on the TikTok a bunch, up you know, posting content on Instagram and on Twitter. I'm trying to make sure I keep all my thoughts and I'm not saying anything wrong. So again, go New York Giants. 
Uh, Josh here saying thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Giant Take Podcast. And I'll see you next time. Hopefully with my co-host Alex, we're going to be going over NFL picks for the final season. I didn't want to do it alone because I thought that would, you know, that's kind of, why would I do that? So we'll go over who won the picks this NFL season. We'll talk about it on the next episode. So stay tuned. Again, thanks so much for listening. See you next time. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.